Welcome to Entrepreneur Mindset Reset, the podcast for entrepreneurs who want to learn from fellow business owners how to decrease the chaos and increase their sense of fulfillment while becoming more profitable. I'm your host, Tracy Trapesky. I'm an executive coach and consultant and mindset mastery expert. I'm also mom to two amazing teenagers and a menagerie of adopted furry family members. In each episode, we explore challenges, opportunities, and actionable tips to help you move your business forward while staying true to your vision. You'll hear from me and my guests how we've tackled some of the pitfalls and unexpected surprises that entrepreneurship delivers. We're the real deal, and we're here to inspire and encourage you. Let's dive in. Hey, everyone. It's Tracy, and I'm here today for a solo episode And I'm feeling some irritation and frustration, so that's what I'm here to talk about. Don't worry, I'm not here to air dirty laundry or complain about my life and business. I'm really here to discuss and acknowledge that entrepreneurs share a lot of common ground when it comes to frustration, roadblocks, and irritations. When I finally decided this concept was a good idea for an episode, my brain immediately stacked up all kinds of oh my God, I'm going to sound so whiny. Nobody's going to want to listen to this. And if they do, they'll probably get sick of my whiny ass voice and a few more negative thoughts that I not so quickly recognized were my ego urging me to please, please, pretty please stay small and play safe. And don't let anyone know that I've got internal gremlin arm wrestling going on at any given time. And especially when I'm about to do something different. And then I brought myself to the space of remembering the sage advice my mom gave me on my 35th birthday, which was stop giving a shit what people think about you. They're going to think what they think, no matter what you do. And I have to say that was the best mama advice she ever gave me. And I've already passed it on to my daughter, who's now 18. And maybe hopefully she stands a chance of beating back the gremlins sooner than I have. Okay, so I promised I wouldn't blather on about my life and business. So here's what I'm about to have a healthy bitch sesh about. Number one, it's really going to be three things. Number one, entrepreneurial loneliness. It's a real thing, and we're going to talk about it. Number two, entrepreneurial mental and emotional fatigue. Mm -hmm, Also real, and we're going to talk about that. And three, and this is a big, huge one, entrepreneurial resistance and refusal to ask for and accept help. Guilty as charged, both hands in the air. Yeah. Okay. So let's just start at number one and in no particular order of importance or gravity, right? So number one, numero uno, numero one, number one, entrepreneurial loneliness. (sighs) Friends, (laughs) my fellow entrepreneurial friends, this journey is often lonely and it's loaded with meetings with one's self in many dark nights of the soul. I recently interviewed the luminous Fabienne Fredrickson. Check out episode 48 if you've not listened yet. And she addresses the loneliness of entrepreneurship as well. Fabienne says that for every one person in our lives who's negative or projecting worry and fear about our journey, we need to surround ourselves with at least five people who get us. And those people are more often than not like-minded entrepreneurs. No shock there, I'm sure. Now, I hadn't quantified this before, but it makes so much sense to me. Like, why do we feel so alone? Well, you know, for starters, a lot of people are terrified of the unknown and they're more risk averse than the average bear, but we entrepreneurs are definitely not your average bear. 
We take risks and we seemingly do it without making any sense beyond maybe to, to the outside world, seeing a gap in the market and knowing we can fill it or pursuing and monetizing a passion, or even having a need in life that requires us to be creative about how we earn a living. Whatever it is that led you to this path, I want you to know right now that I absolutely hate that it's so lonely. I hate it for myself and I hate it for you. When we have those 3 a.m. sweats and we need to call someone who loves us, the last thing we want to hear is, why don't you get a job, a J-O-B, create some stability and security for yourself. I may have had a similar 3 a.m. phone call when I first started my business. It was my dad who said this to me, and I know he meant well, but it wasn't what I needed. What I needed to hear was that he believed in me and that I needed to believe in myself to make this happen. I needed to hear that I could apply all the knowledge and experience I'd already gathered and go take some steps every day toward my goals and vision. That's all. Some encouragement, a little belief, it goes a long way. So I am here to say to you, believe in yourself, have faith, work at it, take intentional inspired action every day, slow down in order to gain momentum, be thoughtful, but don't get stuck thinking. Follow your heart and bring your logical brain with you. You've got this. You're not alone. We're here for you. I also want to say, and I think this is really important, there's no one formula for creating entrepreneurial success. So stop allowing the gurus, air quotes here, the gurus to mess with your head. There's no shame in building a business on the side while you work a full-time or part-time employed job. There's no shame in bootstrapping and racking up credit card debt to build your business. Now, I'm not advising that, but many people have made it happen this way. So again, no shame. There's no shame in growing a business that has nothing to do with your passion for underwater basket weaving or whatever your passion may be. It's perfectly acceptable to start a business based on selling products that are completely unrelated to your life's passions. There's no shame in wanting to provide an abundant life for yourself and those you love and doing it by not monetizing your passion. And there's no shame in throwing yourself at your passion to monetize it, even without a plan. I did this. And again, I don't advise it necessarily, but I also know that I'd have continued playing it safe and wondering what was wrong with me and why I felt so unemployable in all of my jobs if I hadn't taken the leap and just started my business. So that's what I did. And some of us just need to do that. In addition to me sharing this encouragement, I want you to seek out a local entrepreneur meetup, a Facebook or LinkedIn group, a coaching program, a mastermind, whatever you can find and wherever you can find your people. So go find your people. Make this as important as client creation. You need support. I need support. We all need support. And trust me, however you choose to invest in building your community, it's going to pay off. Remember to get five positive polys around you for every one person who gives you the kind of well-meaning fatherly advice that my dad gave me. Okay. (laughs) That's off my chest. And as per my nature, I've shared some ideas and solutions as well. You're welcome. Next gripe. El numero dos, number two. 
entrepreneurial mental and emotional fatigue, also known as somewhere around stage two or three of burnout, according to psychologists Herbert Freudenberger and Gail North. Stage two is working hard with an inability to switch off, and stage three is neglecting basic needs such as a lack of sleep, a lack of healthy eating, lack of social interaction. I did an entire episode on fear and burnout, and I covered all 12 stages of burnout there. If you're new here or you missed that one, it's episode nine. So go back and listen to episode nine. If you're worried you're headed toward burnout, give it a listen, take notes, and then take immediate action, listen carefully, to slow down and give yourself some grace and love. Also, this is really important. Don't be afraid to reach out to a mental health professional to help you through all of this. Considering that we're officially starting into year three of the pandemic, we've all got some collective stuff to unpack. Find a trained therapist or counselor who can help you tame your gremlins. This is all very important. What I really want to gripe about here with respect to like burnout and overwhelm and the overload and and working all the time is hustle culture. Now, I know we entrepreneurs have done some kind of secret handshake agreement with the universal powers that be, and we're willingly entering the results economy. But where in the heck does it say that we're supposed to grind ourselves into the ground? What prize do we get for that? Now, I'm here to tell you, You can't monetize burnout, and you certainly don't want to scale that ish, that stuff. So how did we get to the place where we're not shutting off and separating ourselves from our work? We are a passionate lot entrepreneurs. So it's pretty natural that we might be slightly obsessive about our chosen career path, and that's not sustainable and absolutely not a healthy way to grow a company. I'm sure this will come as no surprise to you, but this has been studied. Um, I'm going to link some resources in the show notes so you can deepen your knowledge, but here's what I really want to focus on. It's the difference between a fixed and a growth mindset. You may be familiar with Carol Dweck's work. Um, She wrote a book on the psychology of success called Mindset, in which she focuses a lot on the fixed versus growth mindset. I'm going to distill it down to this. If you think the keys to success is hustle and grind. If you think that you're meant to work 18 plus hour days and 90 plus hour weeks in order to get ahead and do that at the expense of all things good, including your mental and emotional well-being, your relationships and physical health, then you're operating in a fearful space, which is based in a fixed mindset, fixed mindset, fear, fixed operating from fear. Everybody has fear, but if you operate and make decisions from fear, likely a fixed mindset. Now, the opposite of that or the other side of that is if you're willing to trust that you're playing the long game to meet the success you crave and you have faith in yourself, you're willing to take consistent action and trust and celebrate the incremental gains you're making and you're willing to learn along the way and make course corrections, then you're operating with a growth mindset. Mind you, this is a very, very simplified form of Dr. Dweck's work, but I want to paint a clear picture for you. Another way to support yourself and not becoming mentally and emotionally drained by your business is to consciously choose to separate yourself from your business. You 
are not your business and your business is not you. If you're unable to make this distinction and separate yourself, you'll likely land yourself in a toxic relationship with your business. If you're not already there, you're headed that way. And this is a recipe for burnout for sure. So what can we do? Okay. First, say this out loud. If you're in a library, say it inside your head or whisper it. And then I want you to write it down. Repeat after me. I am not my business and my business is not me. Let's say it again. I am not my business and my business is not me. Next, write that down and put it somewhere where you're going to see it regularly so your brain takes it in and starts to work with it. Finally, decide now what kind of life you want to live and build your business around that, not the other way around by working all the time and thinking you'll squeeze life into or around your business. It hardly ever works out well when people do that. I've had clients who've come to me with zero time, energy, or bandwidth for their businesses or their lives anymore because they did what they thought they should do, which was to build their business first and then try to build the life they said they wanted when they started their business in the first place. Now, if your business is pretty new and you're not yet generating the kind of income you want to support the life you want to live, then you'll need to be extremely intentional about how you do this. Yes. You may work some long hours and long weeks and maybe even long hours on top of an employed job. That may be necessary and I get it and I honor that. I've been there. But here's what will help save you from burnout. Get very clear right now what your top three values are. Write them down. Write down what you're willing to do to commit to and honor your values. Put this in front of your face somewhere where you'll see it daily. Put it on a post-it, write it down, tape it to the wall, do something. Get it in front of your face so you can see it. Now, let's just say that one of your top values is quality family time. That means you are committing to be present when you're spending time with your family. What does that look like? It's going to be different for everybody, but maybe it's agreeing to stop working between 6 and 9 p.m. to have dinner and chill with your peeps. And perhaps that also means that then you work on your business from like nine to 11 before turning in for the night. Perhaps it also means you're committing to only working one weekend per month, something like that, right? So you're going to write that down and put it not only where you can see it, but also where your family can see it. So you're honoring your promise and your commitment to them as well as to yourself. It might feel scary to separate yourself from your business, especially early on, but taking breaks, spending quality time with those you love, and taking excellent care of yourself is a surefire way to improve the quality of the work you're putting into your business. And you'll be supporting yourself and staying healthy and happy as well. How can it get any better? Well, not yet. Can't get better. (laughs) Well, you can get, you can let it get better, but I have a final gripe and that's numero tres or number three entrepreneurial resistance and refusal to ask for and accept help. Oh my God, this is a big one. Okay. This is a big one for me. Okay. We often equate entrepreneurs with mavericks, a lone wolf, trailblazers, something like that. And to, to a certain extent, we are wired up this way. Yes, but, and it's a big, but which some people like and cannot lie. Um, I may have heard that song on the way to school this morning, dropping my kids off. Cringe, cringe while I was singing and dancing. Anyway, I digress. So it's a big but. 
we aren't meant to go it alone. So even if we have a great idea and we might be a trailblazer and we might be going and doing something that nobody's done or nobody's done it this way, it doesn't mean that we're meant to go it alone. The most successful entrepreneurs will consistently tell you that they've had a mentor, a coach, a great team, great people around them, and that that was their air quotes here secret to success. And yet we all resist and may even refuse to ask for or accept help. I've got both hands in the air here, super guilty of that. I used to have this idea that if I needed help, then I wasn't that badass, awesome mompreneur that I thought I was trying to be, and that something was wrong with me if I couldn't do everything on my own. Somehow I believed that not doing everything by myself would take away from my genius, which really lies in the coaching and consulting work I do, and not, definitely not, the back-end tech and administrative details. That's not where I shine, not at all. And in fact, I will gladly admit that when I try to get into those details, I cost my business money and time. And we cannot get back squandered time. And we do know especially as we build our businesses, that time is money. So there's a lot of layers to this one. And I really want to stay focused on presenting some useful and simple solutions to this challenge of asking for and accepting help. But first, let's just get real. All right. Moment of truth here. If you can do everything in your business, then your business probably isn't growing the way it could if you were focused on your zone of genius and your support team were focused on theirs. (sighs) Next, that one person show, that's not scalable. And unless you're happy with hitting an upper limit financially, and that's cool with you, which by the way, is completely fine, totally fine. We call that being an empowered solo practitioner, empowered solo entrepreneur. And you you might occasionally hire contractors. This is a great business model. However, If you're looking to grow year over year and you don't want to be working every day until the end of time, then you'll need to create a business model that's scalable. And that requires support, both in terms of people you pay to work with you and in terms of asking for help from entrepreneurs who have gone before you. So I bring it back to one of the possible solutions for the first gripe about loneliness. Remember, find your people. Surround yourself with entrepreneurs who are where you are and some who are further along than you in their journey and ask for help and guidance. If you don't have the cash flow to hire a team or a coach yet, then seek a mentor or work out a barter arrangement to get support in some aspect of your business. One of the best things you can do is find out what's the biggest energy drain and see if you can outsource that in some way. Another option here, talking about loneliness and talking about asking for and being open to receiving and accepting help is joining a Facebook or LinkedIn group, right? For entrepreneurs or a local meetup, if you can find one in your local area for entrepreneurs and then ask questions there. You might actually be surprised how generous people are and how much they want to help and support their fellow entrepreneurs. We've all been there. We've all been in the trenches, that mano a mano combat. It's no joke. And we're not meant to do it alone. Now, we've probably all heard this. There's a high burnout and there's a high failure rate for new and startup businesses, so much so that it's become a bit of a mantra in Silicon Valley around burnout and businesses failing in that first year. 
but it does not have to go that way. You don't have to close up shop or burn yourself out to build a successful, thriving business and have a healthy relationship with it. You can, in fact, safeguard yourself against the loneliness, mental and emotional fatigue, and the resistance to seeking and accepting help. And fortunately, you can do that in some really simple ways. So I want to recap what I've been sharing today. The entrepreneur's journey is one of the loneliest for a lot of reasons. And while we're wired up to charge ahead on our own, it doesn't mean we need to do everything and be alone. As I tell my teenagers, independence doesn't mean doing everything by yourself. It means thinking and acting for yourself. And it means you know when you can lean on others for their support and guidance. Getting help and support does not take away from our badassery and genius. It, in fact, enhances it enhances our genius, which is amazing to me. So we can shine where we're at our best, and we get to create opportunities for our team and our support people to shine where they're at their best. So whether it's joining a meetup group or an online group or hiring a coach or joining a mastermind, I strongly advise you to find your people. Find like-minded entrepreneurs who can help you navigate the lonely road and possibly even help you avoid some of the common entrepreneur traps. If you're really struggling, find a qualified professional therapist or counselor to help you through the dark times and also during the awesome times. We all have a lot of stuff going on. I think everybody should have a therapist. (laughs) Um, But just remember, there is no shame in taking excellent care of yourself. You would not... Hopefully, you wouldn't let a physical ailment continue to go on and on and drag you down. So please also don't do that with your emotional well-being. If you're if you're struggling, get some support. So let's talk about, you know, shame or no shame, right? Do what you can to keep yourself in a growth mindset. A lot of times if we feel shame or discomfort or fear, we're going to get stuck in that fixed mindset. So being in a growth mindset means that you stay open to multiple solutions for problems you encounter. You're willing to learn along the way and make course corrections. I call it constant course correction. Like a big pivot sometimes needs to happen, but sometimes we just need to make a small adjustment and then we're good to go. If you're staying in a growth mindset, you're open to feedback and support, and you believe in yourself and your ability to generate the results you desire, even if it takes longer than you think it should. And of course, keep coming here to this podcast for amazing insights from our guests and go ahead and connect with one of our guests or multiple guests whose story resonates with you. Do not go it alone. Please don't go it alone. Your gifts and talents are needed and not sharing them with the world would be such a big loss. That's all I really have for you. You know, I I hope this episode brought you some insights and value and that you know you don't have to trudge ahead alone. You don't have to hustle and grind all the time. You get to, you get to build your business around the life you want, even if it takes a while to get there. So lots of resources. I also want to share, if you'd like to chat with me, drop a DM in our Instagram over at Entrepreneur Mindset Podcast, and, and we'll put the link in the show notes. And, and we'll 
from there, share a scheduling link for a virtual coffee. So if you'd like to chat with me and you don't have to have an agenda, you don't have to want to work with me. If you just want to talk through something, please you know, feel free to do that. Drop us a DM and we'll share a scheduling link. If I can support you in any way, I will. And as always, I thank you for listening. I appreciate you and your presence, and I'm wishing you the best of success. See you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Entrepreneur Mindset Reset. If you liked what you heard, be sure to click the subscribe button so you'll never miss a show. Please leave us a review and tell your friends about us so more people can hear the valuable information we share in each episode. We look forward to hearing from you and celebrating your success.